Coming to you live is the Auto Hub Show, changing automotive one show at a time with Ian and Jeff. And here we go. an old dog new tricks. Hi, I'm Gail Rubenstein, the founder and CEO of a company called Retail Resilient Social Selling for the Car Industry. And we help auto dealers, auto agencies, and vendors in the auto industry sell more cars, service more cars, and make more money using our social selling strategy. That includes TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and anything else you can think of. So if you're looking to invest thousands and make millions, we're definitely the social selling company for you. Like I said, who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? If you run a service drive, you know these days, first impressions matter. But when your advisors are tied up with inbound phone calls, they tend to neglect their other, more important duties. And did you know, 75% of all service calls are frequently asked questions in routine requests. Still, the average dealer misses up to 30% of inbound calls, adding up to a ton of missed service opportunity and increased customer churn. 68% of callers actually go elsewhere if they can't get through, which means you could be losing sixty dollars to $70,000 every month in service revenue simply from missing calls. So who will pick up? Introducing Brooke. Hi there. Your best service scheduling assistant. Brooke is the first intelligent digital voice assistant to answer, handle, and appoint all of your inbound service calls. And talking to Brooke is like talking to a friend with human-level understanding and a friendly conversational voice. Her conversational intelligence is built on millions of actual service industry conversations. Book with Brooke today. Visit brook.ai or call 866-942-1236. Finally, the perfect match. Our goals are always to improve. Every month we want to improve better on what we did the month before, maybe the year before. It's about how fast we can get the cars done with quality work to get it to the front line because that's where we make our money. And the bottom line is the longer it takes, the more money you spend. We want to get it down as low as possible. Right now, like I said, we're in a great stage. We're at four and a half days. In recon, we want to know how quickly we can get the cars out of the recon process and to the front line. The average days in recon and then the time to line are the most important things that we look for. I'm Mike Burrell. I'm service director of JM Lexus. Feldman is probably the most amazing trainer that I've ever experienced in this business. Uh, I've been in the car business now for 35 years, um, and I've seen quite a few trainers. A lot of them are pretty good. I mean, really, you can get, I get something out of all of them that I've seen, really. But Larry is a, in another class. Uh, I really mean that. His training is literally riveting. A little while back, I sat in on his first training that I ever sat in on. It was for new hires. I still remember. I'll never forget it. Uh, about 25 people in the room who'd never sold cars before. And after two hours, I raised my hand. And Larry stopped what he's doing and said, yes. 
And I said, um, maybe we should take a break. And literally, I'll never forget it. All 25 people turned around, looked at me and went, well, we're okay. Okay. And he kept going for another two hours. Since then, I've, I've seen a few other of his trainings. I've hired people out of his classes. All I can say is, uh, you got to give him a try. Hey, we are now live. So welcome. Good morning. Good morning again from the... Uh... San Diego uh, Used Car Week 2022. We're here, the Auto Hub Show, of course. For those of you who don't know, with Ian and Jeff. So and I'm just Jeff. going with the trailer. Here we go. I just going to the trailer now. Good morning, and let's go with the disclaimer. Well, the views and opinions of the guests, or in this case, guests on the Auto Hub Show, are those of them, and not necessarily that of the Auto Hub Show or Ian and Jeff. Just for covering of all that stuff up, huh? it turned very quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> here we go. Yes. All right, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, we have our next guest, one of our going to be our favorite guests. We have Troy. I'm going to get you to pronounce your last name because I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, it's easy. Blackwell. Troy Blackwell. See, because I was going to say the wrong name anyway. So this is Troy Blackwell of New Veneer. Troy, would you mind just introducing yourself, telling us a bit about you, about your company, please? Yeah, no, guys, I'm real excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Uh, love you, Scar Week. Um, Again, as, as Jeff mentioned, Troy Blackwell uh, with New Veneer CO. Uh, we're excited to be here at the show. Um, our company, of course, is here this week uh, to work with our our suppliers and, and other vendors and customers and uh, talk a little bit about what we have coming. We're, we're excited. Fantastic. So how's the show been so far? It's good. I, I mentioned to others today, this is a great networking event for us. Uh, uh, more so than anything, it's an opportunity to, to mingle, go to dinners, uh, talk, eat, drink, yeah, eat, be merry. of course. Yeah, go to some great restaurants here. But uh, again, uh, a good opportunity to see some old friends, old colleagues. Uh, I came from the automotive space uh, last 20 years in retail. So uh, again, now being on a, on a different side of the table uh, with our new product. But uh, of course, it's good to see some old, old names and faces. Well, it's quite nice having having that retail background allows you to to share with your prospective customers, clients, whatever you want to call them, uh, your experience and give them real world versus like, you know, well, my guy in the lab did this and he says it's really good. Tell us a little bit more about New Veneer and what it really is. I don't know if it's that New Veneer or New Veneer. You can say it either way. Our CEO would be impressed when you <laughs> emphasize the new. Uh, everything he does is new. New this, new that. But uh, no, New Veneer is a disruptor. Uh, we are really out here to provide a healthy, clean driving experience. Uh, so I'll talk a little bit about how the pandemic changed us a little bit too, uh, all in a good way. Um, but again, you know, we're really out here to make sure that customers feel good about getting in their cars. Uh, you know, we, we provide uh, a healthy commute is really our tagline. Uh, predominantly, we work in the rental car space, but we do have about 600 dealerships that we work with today. And again, our, we're, we're really focused on removing odors out of vehicles, or in some cases, the previous renter or the previous owner. And that's what we do. Or the previous body? <laughs> Are you those guys that come in after the... Uh... They, the TV show guys come in and find the dead body and clean it up and make it. Not that extreme, but I wouldn't put it past what some of our customers may have found. So, yeah, no kidding, huh? Ian. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, for years there's been ozone treatment. And when I sold cars uh, over two years ago, but I sold for 10 years, 
Um, we did a lot of that. We had people that had, you know, cigarettes or other smoking products, be it uh, other things. Why would someone uh, change that? And more importantly, what are the shortcomings of that type of uh, solution? Yeah, you know, um, again, coming from our backgrounds, all, all three of our backgrounds, uh, the technology that was used was old. It's dated. It's, you know, environmental rules and regulations have changed. And uh, tech speed time, cycle time is very important to the dealers to turn these cars, to the rental car customers to turn these cars quickly. You can't afford your car to be offline. And these ozone machines, you plug them in, you run them overnight, and technically for every hour an ozone machine is run, you got to air it out for three to four hours. And you, that's just not a, you're losing that time on that vehicle. Also, uh, our CEO is very passionate. Uh, he's a problem solver. He's a visionary. I call him a millennial. He's getting the 40 for 40 tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, it'll be excited to have Kyle here tomorrow to accept that award. But Again, uh, he's very passionate and speed was important. We, uh, my whole team has come from retail, whether it's CarMax or AutoNation or wherever I had spent my career. And you surround yourself by great talent. And we observe process. We're, we watch and observe to try to train and say, hey, we have something new that can speed their time, cycle times up. So, so how, much, how fast is it then? It's a 15 minute process, guys. So, uh, we set up the car, prep the car, uh, drop our, our treatments in uh, the cyclone device and uh, runs through the HVAC system and gets uh, uh, dry hygienic vapor through the cabin of the car. There's techniques, you know, you got to think about customers that do smoke or if they do uh, are partaking in other things, vaping, we see that today. No. But if you have a seatbelt pulled across your chest, it's getting in that belt and that belt comes off, it coils in the door and it gets trapped. Yeah. So a lot of the things that we teach and train our customers uh, is just that, pull the seat belts out and apply our product. Um, we never wanted this to be a, a product in a catalog. We wanted to have a support. So we have franchisees throughout the nation, and we really feel it's important to have a support side with our franchisees in training, developing, teaching, educating. Um, because at the end of the day, we want to help them improve their CSI or their NPS scores, whatever metric that they're looking at. It's not just about product. It's they've got a problem. We've got a solution. Let's help them. And can we show a, a drastic? Because odor is a huge detractor. And these final mile delivery guys, the industry, they're, they're doing these final mile deliveries of poor transporter unloading a car. Customer opens up the door. You can't see odor on the internet. Ooh. You open up that car door. Guess what? You're out. So the so the wet dog smell goes away as well. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the wet dog smell. <laughs> well, yeah, the wet dog smell. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a number of things. But yeah, great point. And those are just some of the common things that we think. You know, even the in and out bags or the McDonald's bags that get thrown in the car or vomit. I mean, you again. After after the in and out, you're saying there's vomit. Well, there could be. Yeah, obviously. depends <laughs> now, on how much. Just want me to remember that. That of course our guests' opinion is theirs. We nothing against in and out. <laughs> depends on how many double doubles they eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, what a what a great opportunity for your business right now because so many rental agencies are buying used cars because they can't get the new ones, and people are used to renting. I did one a few months ago. I rented a car, and I, you know, literally. 20 minutes later, I had to return it because it just, it, it reeked. Yeah, our, our rental car partners, uh, I feel for them. You know, they've never experienced something like this. Obviously, the chip shortage infected retail and it also affected rental. And yeah. 
So they are driving these cars that if you have gotten in a rental, um, you could get into a rental car today that has 50,000 miles and that's not been common. Um, so they've had to use their cars to a lot longer. We call them stale or aged cars. And when they do have a stale and aged car, uh, our product will help. It'll help the longevity of that car. And think about when they offsell those cars too. Um, you know, if they're bringing them to an auction and we apply our product, it will help. It'll help generate a little bit more revenue in the lanes for them. And frankly, even for a dealership, and the car's been sitting on a lot because we're now starting to see aged used car inventory again. When they've gone through numerous cycles, uh, you know, down here in San Diego, they don't get really much in the way of seasons. But in the winter, they get dew in the car. There's some moisture that builds up. The sun comes out. Then it goes dark and gets a little bit cold. That There's moisture inside the car. It starts to get a little musty. So they can, you know, part of that uh, revisit, hopefully at 30 days at least, at mm -hmm. the, the latest, they can uh, make them better. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You know, we like to celebrate uh, some of those successes. I, 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 our demonstrations are very powerful because in the industry, these guys that have done this work have seen it all. They've yeah. seen masking agents. They've seen all kinds of things that, that have been introduced. And I love when the guys have the crossed arms and, oh, yeah, here comes another guy. He's going to teach us something or show us something. It's not going to work. Let's go park it in the sun. And that's what's been powerful about our product. And uh, I, I, I love doing demonstrations, love our franchisee network when we go out and do that training. So, so you got more of the ShamWow uh, demonstration yeah, we do. We could, be at, we could be at any state fair and <laughs> yeah, we will get on a soapbox and show them. But yeah, no, it's exciting. So as a, as a former insider, now a quasi-outsider, what are you seeing are the biggest hiccups right now in the retail used car industry and the biggest opportunities? Yeah, I think, you know, again, uh, as you just mentioned, inventory is starting to peak up a little bit on the on the used car side. I think the chip shortage will work its way out here and uh, they'll still have to continue to balance. But I do think that there's still a lot of forward thinking uh, people that are looking at better experience for customers to buy a car. Uh, you know, you think about, you know, CarMax being kind of the leader and the starter of, of the, that experience. And then, you know, others that followed, you know, the, the Carvanas, the Shifts, the Rooms, and all these others that have kind of come into this space. So I think that, you know, dealers have the opportunity to do something very similar. Uh, you know, listen, CarMax has done a great job of, of engaging customers and creating a better buying experience. doesn't mean they have the best price. just means customers were looking for something different and a different way of buying a car. And dealers have the opportunity to do that as well and just provide great customer service, try to get them back on the service drive. Well, we all know price is only, only lasts about the, you know, five minutes after you drive off the lot. After that, it's experience. Yep. You know, everybody always tells everybody, I got a great deal on my car. But <laughs> uh, in the end, sometimes that great deal isn't a good deal. Yeah. And uh, we know that. Like, you know, um, if you talk about Carvana, in Canada, we have Canada Drives, which is Carvana Light. Or Clutch. Or Clutch. Or Kazoo. Or Kazoo, which <laughs> is Vroom Wrist Belt. Um, <laughs> but uh, their process is very good. Their prices stink. But the funny part is, is sometimes you'll see they, they only want um, $1,000 over what they paid for the car. But the, where, where they really excel, and this is Ian's first, first-hand experience, you want to sell a car, and many people, 
and they aren't like our, our previous guest here, Danny Zaslewski with VinQ, they'll reach out to a dealer says, we'll give you a price. Yeah. And they contact them, and then they go back to, they, they go through the door, which is the time machine to 1988, <laughs> and they go, bring your car and we'll take a look at it. Yeah, we're back to the future, or back to the past. Exactly. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, no, it's it's been good. I mean, winning cars at the curb is very important, and it starts from there. Like, what's that experience? You know, transparency is so key to to earning that trust from that customer and that experience. And so, for me, I've always come from a culture of a one person process. Uh, you know, you start to build a rapport, and in you know, part of that today. You build that rapport for a couple hours and then you turn them over to someone else or someone else gets involved. And uh, to me, again, if we can get to that kind of a process, it makes for a better experience. So what about that customer who had an experience with your product, say the dealership and wants to continue that experience maybe for their ownership term of that car? Is that, are the dealers also selling the product as well? Yeah, it's a good question. So our dealer, uh, we're in a little over 500 dealerships across the nation. Um, how they look at our product is they either use it as a line item in a recon process. So think of a detail pack and then an additional line to, to apply it. Uh, what that provides that dealer is, is uh, confidence in your sales consultant. They go to every car and know that every single car had a treatment and they're not gonna open the door and go, oh, it's, this is not gonna be good. This could, could be, go one or two ways, really bad or really good. And so, uh, so that's what some of our dealer partners have done is they've applied it all across the board. Others have then, uh, in addition, have offered it as a service uh, drive offering. So think of a cabin filter and they uh, bolt on a new veneer treatment. And so it helps from a retention standpoint. What what are some of the struggles? I mean, EV is going to change a lot of things on the service drive down the road over time. How are you going to get the customer back into your dealership? And so those are some things that we're, we focus on. Um, when we go in and talk to a dealer principal or GM, we're always talking about how we can help them with revenue. We don't want to be looked at as an expense to them. So how can we help them generate revenue uh, within their store? So is there any kind of orders that you can't remove or that are just very challenging in your opinion? Yeah, so I think that, yeah, the most difficult would be is the long, long-term uh, rentals, uh, repossessions, things of that people living in their cars. Uh, you know, those are going to be, you always have to go to the source of whatever that odor is coming from. Once that is removed and then you do our process, uh, you know, in extreme situations, not in every car, you'll always want to take care of that cabin filter uh, because the cabin filter is doing what it's intended to do, trap everything that's in the cabin of that car. You mentioned EVs. So this, this has just popped into my mind. The EV process of, of HVAC in a car, I guess we got to call that, I guess, is different than, a, than an ICE. ICE, you got to wait for the engine to warm up. The heat comes from a totally different source. On EVs, it's electrical heat. Is that, and it's instant on. I got to tell you something. The best thing about an EV, if you live in a wintry climate, you start your car, the heat's on. My wife turns, says to me, says, turn the heat on, turn it on full right now. Well, no, the car's cold. Turn it on. Why is it not blowing hot air? I want it now. <laughs> Hi, Shelly. Um, but, um, is there is a different is it a different challenge? Yeah, and, and you know, kudos to Tesla. Uh, you know, as they've come to market, and, and Hertz has bought uh, just recently a hundred thousand of their cars, gives a new customer an opportunity to get into a Tesla that you've never been in. In terms of us trading those cars, uh, one of the great things if uh, in a Tesla they have dog mode. I don't know if you know that you can put the car in dog mode, and it has a big screen says my dog is safe. It's at a comfortable sixty eight. 
and that's how we will run our treatment. So it's, it's a great uh, process to have. And it's funny because uh, even some of our customers don't even know that feature exists. So that's what we do the support and train and show them what it can do. Well, you actually, anybody who's, who's seen one, it's quite a shock because you see the dog inside, your initial reaction goes, how dare, oh, and the big screen says not to worry. And there's the, the big gauge for the temperature inside. The dog sit there looking going, I'm fine. Where's daddy? <laughs> um, are you getting any pushback? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's been well received. I mean, I think that it's been fascinating you know, having, you know, there's three or four shows that we go to annually, and this has obviously been one of them that we've gone to over the last few years. But having people come over to our booth and going, wow, this is needed. We need something like this. And I may not use it, but I know someone that will. That's flattery. And when they're standing there at the booth and they're bringing others to us or they're getting our information, um, really the, you know, the, the pushback, um, knock on wood, I mean, we're not really seeing it. We're, it's, it's, we're still relatively, I say new, but we're still educating. I spent a lot of time educating. I think during the pandemic, a lot of people had to gravitate towards disinfectant and sanitization because that's what the world was telling us. And you know, some of the uh, manufacturers uh, or, or rental reached out to the big names like Clorox and Lysol. Uh, those were always made for households, not automotive. And high alcohol base will dry out interiors and things like that. So, again, I spent a lot of time more on the education and educating our, our customers and partners. And in terms of new technology, obviously always adapting to new orders, I would assume. But is there any learnings over the last few years that maybe... Uh, make it faster process or better process, or obviously there's going to be a cost question from dealers, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, you know, the vaping is is certainly, I would say, the newer version of from cigars to cigarettes to marijuana to now vaping and, and a lot of oil. So, you know, we try to look at where it's going in the cabin of the car, right? So, and a lot of it is, you know, headliner uh, pillar panel and on the back and so we go after those things and it's not just smoke smell now it's lavender hibiscus <laughs> you gotta get <laughs> exactly it. Yeah. Right. and it's kind of that there um switching gears a little bit back to back to the industry itself and uh, we love to know more about your stuff and i got to tell you when i when i walked by the booth and i looked at that and i went i went darn i said a different word but you know it was like this is really cool stuff and i, and I believe it's it's hugely beneficial and but what are you seeing? What what's what do you when you're talking to people, and it isn't about networking, and really probably ten to twenty percent of your conversations is about new veneer. What what else are you hearing from from people you talk to here at the show? Yeah, it's just relating to their pain points. I mean, I try to keep close to the industry. Obviously, attending some of these sessions, I try to stay close, get a pulse on what they're experiencing. Gives you a chance to sit down. Too. Yeah, yeah, I have had a chance to sit in a few. <laughs> so. But I, I do want to hear and understand what they do. And I think that uh, our whole team, or I shouldn't say whole team, but most of my team has come from retail. And when we're out there helping, it's not like we're telling them something that we've not experienced. So we can sit there and help walk them through, whether it's their process to help improve it or show them where it best fits. And uh, so, but yeah, so I think, you know, as we greet uh potential clients and customers as they come up to the thing we get excited and and ask questions and they ask us questions and it's it's been helpful 
No, terrific. It's uh, it's it's quite the thing. And uh, are you notice everybody's getting over the newness of seeing somebody in person again? You know, early this year, every convention was, oh my God, you're alive. It's so good to see you. And now we've gone back to the old days. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I just ran into someone I hadn't seen in a while. And they said, yeah, I haven't been here in two years. And, you know, that, you know, certainly the pandemic sh shut everything down for a lot of them. So it's like coming home. Sure. And the, and the venue's huge. I, we never dreamed, you know, we hear a hotel in San Diego because they got this crazy convention center here. Ian goes in and says, yeah, Jeff, it's just a little one, you know, um, it's like a Vegas hotel. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy and I love it because I live in Orange County. I'm only about an hour drive, and so it was very convenient to come down here, but it is a, an amazing venue. Uh, I know they rotate them, and, and next year it's going to be in Scottsdale for them, uh, but they're going to work their way back here, and it's going to be great. Yeah, and Scottsdale is just really hard to tolerate. It's just a really tough place. Yeah. It is, you know. And it's actually nice to see things, and I hate to say it for the Las Vegas Convention Association, but it's nice to get something outside of Vegas, too, because people are actually paying attention. You know, they're not going out there. Um, if there was one person you wanted, you really want to meet or learn from here, who would that one person be? Yeah, no, I think, t you know, tomorrow Steve Greenfield does a nice job at the Snavicon uh, and as he hosts those, and he's got a, a good lineup tomorrow. Ernie Garcia will be here in the morning from Caravana. Um, obviously they've been in the news a lot over the last few weeks. So, uh, but he's, uh, very good. He's a good speaker. He, um, answers all the questions that he's faced with. And, uh, so it'll be great to have him and see him in, in person in the show tomorrow morning. Yeah. I would, I'd love to get a signature on my book. If he's yeah. here, I'll have to talk to him. <laughs> anyway, if you're, if you're watching this, come see us. Cause I'd love to get a signature and talk more about your book. Yeah. By the way, it's a great book. If you haven't picked it up, you need to. Ian loves you. <laughs> yeah, figurative speech. Um, it, one thing I'm noticing here, very interesting, is they're no longer talking about Carvana as the evil empire. It's not like the head of Carvana, Garcia, is coming in in a giant robe saying, oh, we're going to kill you all. Because I, I literally, this is the first time I've noticed it. Up to this point, it's been, they're awful, they're terrible, they're trying to kill us. And then they did the 40 under 40 here, and they had two people from... Uh, one from Carvana, one from one of the others. And that's, in a way, it's good. Carmax. Carmax, I think. Was it Carmax? I think it's Carmax. Yeah, but Carmax was the disruptor from 15 yeah, years ago. Funded by Blockbuster, by the way, just in case you remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's where all their money went. Yeah. Ian. Um, uh, thanks very much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Did you have any final thoughts or tips on... Um, cleaning out smells in cars and how dealers can do that quicker? Again, you know... Uh, Check us out. Look us up. Newbenair.com. Uh, again, we are in a lot of uh, verticals. We're anywhere from the dealerships to we're in the 19 uh, reconditioning centers for Carvana, since we're talking about Carvana, uh, in 500 plus dealerships, the rental car space, uh, you know, Mannheim's, Odessa's, uh, anywhere where there's vehicles. Uh, we look for large fleets that we can help because at the end of the day, no one wants to get a bad car. Fair enough. Thanks for taking the time. Jeff? Thank you, Troy. Thank you very much. Really appreciate you taking the time. I don't know why my mic is so high up there, but uh, we appreciate it and uh, continued success. Yeah, great, guys. You guys have a great show. Thank Thanks you so much. much. Thanks for joining us. It was a great show. And follow us anywhere you would like on your favorite podcast, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and of course on our YouTube, or subscribe to our own channel.